Hashem, a beautiful Thursday morning, and we are um, in Perik Da Perik Hey Chelik Dalid on the topic of Tila, and we're up to Simon Gimel. So we had two powerful, powerful paragraphs giving us two powerful ideas and presentations and approaches as to what davening is all about. What are we doing with daven? First of the two, an Aleph was. It's a way of making ourselves primed to receive, primed to always receive Hashem's, Shef Hashem's energy. And we do that by, you know, total clearance, clearing ourselves, approaching God, acknowledging God, being interested in God. That was the first idea, and that goes into my Shemon Esrei, the whole process by which I start and form my Shemon Esrei. I have an interest in God. I figure, I need, realize I need to approach God. I clear everything else, and then I'm in communication with God. I'm at one with God. That's what allows me to receive Hashem's beneficence. That was the whole first paragraph. Very, very, very big idea in terms of what tefillah is. The second paragraph was that tefillah is there to allow me to not get caught up in one of either of two extremes, not to run away from the mundanities in this world, but not to get caught up in the mundanities in this world, to realize that all the mundanities in this world are there for me to navigate them carefully and successfully and, and, and receiving entirely what I need in this world from the Rebbeinah Shalom. And I'm, I have those needs in order to receive those needs from the Rebbeinah Shalom. Now, that being said, Ramchal is going to play his final card over here and reveal something else that is a... Just a, just a background and backdrop idea that characterizes what davening is all about that really is running in the background the whole time of the first idea and the second idea to just allow us to appreciate a little bit better what's going on when we daven and the backdrop within which I'm doing these two exercises of tefillah. V'hinei. In case of Dalet Hei Gimel. Hinei. You can do something about the sun also there. It's like, man, it's right in my eyes. Yes, I can do it. Okay, Shkai. Slide, slide a little bit to the right. Or to maybe you have one of the switches over there or something. That's what they said. From the chesed, the kindness, the graciousness of the Rebbein Shalalem in providing us with davening, with the exercise of davening and all that it accomplishes, HaKadosh Baruch Hu also set up the environment for davening, the audience within which davening takes place. And Ramchal is going to show us that that's also from the chidushim, the innovations of davening, is the, 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 the environment within which, within which we daven, that's also an innovation, it's not something that Hashem creates. And with that, that innovation, that we wouldn't have the ability to daven, we wouldn't really have that davening experience. So the environment within which we daven is part of the davening experience, necessary for the davening experience, and Hashem kind of creates that. Let's see. Even though, according to the laws of nature, we shouldn't be able to daven. According to the laws of nature, we're so far from Hashem because we are involved in this world. We do have two feet firmly planted on the ground. We too do have bodies that we inhabit, that our souls are confined within, are trapped within, that inhabit worlds and 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 um, Adalat Amis, which is so physical, so corporeal, so distant from God. That's who we are, that's where we live, and that's where we operate. We're very distant from Hashem, distant from Hashem's light, and in a land of darkness, in a land of Chayshach. 
And what he's getting at is it should really be impossible for us to daven. Davening is the ultimate connection with God, the ultimate bonding with God, the ultimate approach to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and communion with the Rebbein Shalom. It should be impossible for us to do that. How can we do that when we're so far? And, and what he means also is good we had in the third section of Derech Hashem, the third Chelek, we talked about things like prophecy, but prophecy is accomplished only when the body is deactivated. My body disappears. I don't have a body. Davening is not when we go into a, a, a trance. It's not when we go into a... Um, a uh, uh, davening doesn't require us going into convulsions, right? Into a trance. doesn't require that. Into catatonic states. So we're still here when we're davening. How, how can we daven? How can we have that bonding with Hashem? Hashem gave us permission, and permission means the ability to, in our physical form, as we have two feet on terra firma to stand nevertheless before God himself and to call out the name of God. And both of those are really impossible. Standing before God, how can I stand before God? We're here in the realm of the finite. How can we have a place to stand in front of God when we're in the realm of the finite and God is infinite? And how can we pronounce his name? Yikra doesn't really mean, even pronounce it means to call his name, to address God. How can I address God? How can I address God when... I'm here, and God's over there. Right? It's like your kid trying to address you and communicate with you without, without a cell phone. He's, he's uh, you know, wants to talk to you, but he's not interested in coming to travel to your house. He doesn't pick up a phone. He's like, Dad, Dad, and his dad is 5,000 miles away. Dad, Dad, I'd like to talk to you, Dad. It was a, a kind of, it's, it's either audacious or, or, or stupidity. Stupidity or audacity for a child to think he can do that. How can we call Hashem's name? when we're, by definition, so distant. Nevertheless, the Rebbein Shalaylam creates an environment and creates a notion in which we can do that. For us, when we do that, when we enter that davening environment that the Rebbein Shalom has carved out for us, we are raising ourselves above the lowliness that is wired into us. That means our chayshech, our natural chayshech, lefisha, temporarily, and we automatically find ourselves drawn close to Hashem, at one with Hashem, with Hashem's existence, and we can now take all of our physical needs, our physical um, issues that have to be supplied, as we mentioned yesterday, and Deliver them to the Rebbein Shem. Hashem, I'm, I'm here with you right now, and I recognize you're the source of everything. And um, therefore, um, I'm handing all that to you. Oh, I see now why Shlomo kept trying to get my attention. I was on mute this whole time. Wow. Uh. This computer has, does funny things with Zoom. I don't know. It doesn't start the video automatically, it doesn't start the audio automatically. It has a whole different access to a very roundabout way. Okay, apologies to Shlomo. Hopefully, you'll catch us out there in, uh, in uh, the WhatsApp land, in the WhatsApp recording. Uh, I just finally clapped while he was. Uh... Okay, all right. Um... <clears throat> yeah. Vihine. So it comes out in a mind-blowing, unbelievable thing over here. That tefillah, davening, is something that really should not exist. It should not exist. It should not be able to exist, the concept of davening. Something that shouldn't work. It shouldn't work. 
because we're finite and Hashem is infinite. We're, we're, we're dark and Hashem is light. We're distant and Hashem is over there. How can we commune with God? How can we connect with God? How can we communicate with God? How can we receive that, the, 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 uh, that audience when, when there's so much of a differential over here? How does it work? It works because Hashem creates this ability for us to do it. Hashem, what? He makes it happen. He makes it happen. He's constantly making it happen, constantly allowing it to happen. And that's the idea of Hine Makom Iti, as Hashem tells Moshe Rabbeinu also. I'm creating a Makom, I'm carving out a niche over here where you can actually have something to do with me. I'm carving out a niche. What that means in this is. I'm extending myself. I'm going to overextend myself in such a way that even with that that um, seeming uh, untraversable gap that, that lies between the two of us, I will <clears throat> present myself in such a way that you can that you can approach me. Um, as long as you do what you need to do, we have to do our part also. We have to do our part also. And that's what we said earlier in the beginning of the in the beginning of this peric. We have to have an interest. We have to, as as well as we can, leave this world behind. Okay, and then we can start to t- talk to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. The Rebbeim has set up a environment that if we do our part, we actually can have a connection, an audience, just us and HaKadosh Baruch Hu again, with us doing our part. But, but let's make it clear that even with us doing our part, if Hashem would not pre- pre- present Himself, make Himself available, it still would not work. Because even with me having an interest and clearing my mind, clearing my head, and mentally leaving this world behind, but I'm still right here. It's not, again, tefillah is not nevuah. I didn't go to into a catatonic state. I didn't go into a convulsions. I didn't go into a out-of-body experience. I'm still in my body. It wouldn't work on its own without the Rebbein Shem saying, I'm creating a place that anyone that does their part can connect with me over here, and that's called tefillah. Hashem makes that hine malkom iti. Okay, everybody got that? But that's still, from the chidushim, the innovations of tefillah, is that that ability is there. Once it's there, it has to be understood that a yid during davening, he really has... If he did it right and did it correctly, he has sort of left this world behind. And he is in a trans-quasi, a quasi-pseudo, a pseudo-prophetic state. Pseudo in that he's not really, Mamish experiencing the he hasn't left his body behind, but pseudo in that, um, but prophetic in that he is... Um, Temporarily, temporarily, yes, experiencing a connection of Hashem that doesn't work when he's not davening Shimon Esrei. It doesn't work. You can talk to Hashem when you're davening, not davening Shimon Esrei, but you're not in the presence of the infinite when you're not davening Shimon Esrei. You're dressing the infinite from the realm of the finite. When you're davening Shimon Esrei, you're addressing the infinite in the presence of the infinite. Um, says the Ramchal, that's why Tvila is of such lofty and strict nature. That's why. You can't make any interruptions when you're davening Shmon Ezrei. The rule is, you know, there's certain things you can stop if you're in the middle of Pesukah de Zimra. You can stop and say, Kaddish, Kaddish, Kaddish. You can say, Baruch, Baruch Hu. 
answer Yeheshmei Rabbah in the middle of Birchas Kriyashma. You can do it also. Once you get into Shemones, you can't talk. You can't stop. Why? Why is that? So, we're used to saying what? If someone would ask you, how come you're not allowed to interrupt your Shemonesri in the middle of your Shemonesri? How come you can't talk to anyone? The, the, the typical answer is, you're standing in front of the king, in front of the king, I have an audience with the king. I'm going to start checking my, my phone, right? I'm going to look at my, I'm going to start checking my emails, look at my WhatsApps. So I'm used to that already. I know people do that when, they, when I'm giving shir. I personally don't like it so much, but okay, well, okay, this is a generation with ADD. But you're standing in front of a, a melech, you're going to take out your phone and start checking your phone when you're standing in front of a melech. Nobody's going to do that, right? No one has the, uh, the audacity to do that. Because you're standing in front of the CEO, you're standing in front of the melech, you're never going to do that. So that's what we're used to answering when someone asks, how come you can't talk during Shemona Esrei? Shemona Esrei is standing in front of the king himself. He's standing in front of the Rebbein himself, melech machem, melechem. A chutzpah, you can have the audacity to stop and, and, and check your email to have a shmooze with somebody. That's what we're used to saying, but that's not really the real answer, Rabbi Say. What's the real answer? The real answer is you can't stop and talk to someone during Shemona Esrei because when you're in the middle of Esrei, that guy's not there. And if he is there, you're not in Shemona Esrei. You have to decide where you are right now. This is the real answer. What a deep and profound idea. And this is, you know, yesterday we had the wow of the week. This morning we have the deep idea of the day. This is certainly the deep idea of the day over here. That why is it inappropriate? To stop and interrupt your Shmon Esri when you're in the middle of Shmon Esri, you stop and start schmoozing with people. Much more, of course, it starts with this idea of that it's just a chutzpah, Hakadosh Baruch Hu, but it's beyond that. I can't talk to that guy because he's not there, because I'm I'm standing before God right now, and if I do talk to him, I'm not standing before God. But if I'm standing before God, he's not here, and if he is here, the God's not here. You got to make up your mind where you are. What does it mean he's not? I'm not, in this, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not in this world right now. He's in one world, but I'm in a different world. I'm on a higher plane of existence. I've left this world behind because that's what Shemon Ezra is. The Hinei Malkam Iti HaKadosh Baruch Hu carves out a niche where the finite can bond with the infinite. If I'm bonding with the infinite, I'm, I'm not, I've temporarily left the world the, the finite behind. If I stop and talk to this guy, what I'm saying is, oh I'm, oh, I'm not really standing in front of Hashem because it's a Tarti disaster. Everybody chap? What, what a deep and profound idea over here. It's a tarti disasri. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's mutually exclusive over here. Uh, a conflict in, in just the basic terms over here. It's a, we would say in Talmud, it's a monavshach. If I'm standing before God, I, I'm, not, I'm not standing in this person's presence. And if I am standing in this presence, I'm making a declaration. I'm not standing before God. That's why you can't talk in the middle. Not so much because of the, again, the Pajapshat is Avado. It is an affront. It's an affront to the king to do that. But much more than that, I can't answer Yeshmei Rabbah because I'm not on this place where they're saying Yeshmei Rabbah. I can't answer Baruch because that's not where I am right now. I'm up there. There's no Baruch up there. There's no Yeshmei Rabbah up there. It's just me and God. What a beautiful idea. Okay, let's go on. We are so close to Hashem, that's why I can't interrupt. Now, the Ramchal again doesn't mean, it sounds like what he's saying, I'm so close to God, so it would be not nice, it would be inappropriate, but it's much more than that. And by God, I'm not down here, I'm not down here. I'm not in this place where everyone's saying, Yeshmei Rabbah, that's not where I am right now. I'm somewhere else altogether. And if I decide I'm going to answer, then I'm, I'm vice versa, I'm saying I'm not there with the Rebbein Nishulayim. V'chein suder he potter b'soifa, that's why Chazal structured at the end of my Shemona Esri, what do I do? Let's give the demonstration again. So we did earlier, I just take three steps back and I go like this. Why do I take three steps back? Because I'm returning. I'm returning down to this world. Now the Ramchal note does not say in the beginning of Shemona Esri, I take three steps forward. 
he left that out, and we read that into what he said earlier that Shimon Esrei is Yisairu Yiskarvu Yivak Shavonav. We said Yisairu is taking my three steps back. Yiskarvu is taking the three steps forward. So I think this kind of backs up that we said what we said earlier that Rambam was kind of hinting at that in the beginning because he didn't say that Shimon Esrei begins with my three steps forward. But he does tell us it ends with my three steps back. Because three steps forward, it was already included in what he said in the very beginning of this parak when he said, Yiskarvu, I have to approach God. I approach God by taking my three steps forward. Um, so why, why are we taking three steps back? It wouldn't be logical. Because re- I'm returning. That symbolizes me returning. I'm coming but back. Then, then we're coming back again, forward again. Oh, afterwards. Why take my three steps forward again? Yeah. Um, I take, it's the same thing in the reverse. I take leave of God, and then I have to you know, re-enter this world. Three steps back is taking leave of God, and three steps forward is 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 um, the the mindset of, of returning, returning to this world, engaging engaging back again with this world. They both have to be done. I have to take the proper leave of God, but I have to now, you know, I take leave of God rather than, you know, being uh, regretful and wistful. Chaval, why do I have to come back to this world? You know, I'm going to leave God, but I'm not going to re-enter reality. I don't like reality. It's cold here. It's distant. It's dark. No, you gotta once you leave God, you have to re-engage yourself with reality. Would, would, wouldn't it be logical to would, would, when we start Shemana move three steps forward to get closer. To get closer. When we end Shemana move three steps back. Wouldn't that be logical? We do that, no? No, we do that? No, but we do we step back, then we move forward. In the beginning. Yeah. Right. It's, it's the same thing at the end. Right. But it's, it's, it's the reverse, though. As we explained, why do we take three steps back in the beginning? To clear myself of this world. Yeah, and three steps forward is now to enter Hashem's world. It's the same thing in reverse. My instrument is three steps back is to leave Hashem's world. Three steps forward is to re-engage myself in this world. There's departing and entering and entering and departing. And both have to be done. Um, we take three steps back to leave, take leave of absence of God, and we take our three steps forward once again. As as um, yes, if I was just asking, what's the necessity of that? We got to take our three steps forward because we got to get back to real life. Get back, get back to real life, and that's where the three steps forward. Uh, expresses, lest we think again, because it's a little bit depressing to end Shemona Esrei, especially if you're going back to a depressing life. Now, the people out there that have depressing lives. So, but it, with the Rebani Shalom, it's so geschmack. I had a geschmack of Shemona Esrei, just me and the Rebani Shalom, I can forget about my, my, my uh, suffering, I can forget about my depression, I can forget about all the things that are going wrong in life, and it's just me and the Rebani Shalom, that's beautiful. But now I'm done with my Shmon Esrei, and, and now I'm faced with this prospect that I get back to real life. Real life could be a very depressing and dark and dismal place. So that's why, after we take our three steps back, which is taking leave of absence of God, you got to take those three steps forward once again. Tough luck, buddy. My life may be depressing, dank, and dismal, but the Shmon Esrei is there to arm you with the Kaich and the Shefi. You need from Akash Baruch to face that life. And you're leaving the Rebbe to return to life and to face reality and to deal with reality. Now you're empowered to deal with reality. That's why we take our three steps forward once again because it was Gishmak being with Rebbe but now we got to get back into real life as opposed to the reluctancy to get back into real life. Okay, there's two more short paragraphs over here. This, he's just going to tell us that he didn't tell us everything and there's more things that are yet to come. So we'll just do that so we can take a wrap, we can wrap up um, Tzfila before we... we uh, the Kail is going on a uh, extended Wintersman, mid-Wintersman um, weekend break starting this afternoon. We're still going to have a class tomorrow morning. 
Yeah. We'll go on vacation. Right? You can go on vacation. There's still going to be a Friday morning class. You can go with the Kaila. The Kaila is going to Honolulu. You can join them, Reb Maisha. Um, we're still going to have Friday morning and Monday morning class, but we're not going to go back to Derek Hashem because the Kaila won't be back with us until Tuesday morning. Sunday morning? Sunday morning, we're having a breakfast and learn. There will be breakfast and learn Sunday morning. Tomorrow, and, and Monday, Monday morning. Monday morning, we'll have a, this, this class, this 9.15 class. We just won't go what, further. What, what, Hashem Monday morning, to regular two minionim or one minionim? I don't, I'm not in charge of the minionim. Um, so I don't have the answer to that question. I don't know. Um, let's see, Dalit and Hay. Usually on legal holidays, they only have one. Usually they only have one on legal holidays, but that's just my, that's just speculation uh, on my part right now. Speculation. So tomorrow we have two shifts. Or one, one. Friday morning, we'll have 9.15. And, and Psachim. Psachim and 9.15, but they're on vacation. Maybe they'll decide to come. What's the, what, what better use of your vacation is there than to come and join the 9.15 class? That's up to them. Dalit. So let's just wrap up this parak over here. Um, we have been told there are conditions specific conditions that need to be there in, in, that to, to make Shemon Esri work, to make Shemon Esri real, Shemon Esri experience. Whether it's conditions that need to be met in order to facilitate this approach of God. Um, whether conditions have to be met in order to pull Hashem's Shefa down to be doing Shemon and that's reflected in the, the, the order of the brachas, the three in the beginning, the three in the end, the 12 slash 13 in the middle, all the halachas. The Ramchal is just giving us beautiful, profound um, uh, foundations over here. He's saying if you really want, says the Ramchal, um, if, you, if you go through the whole sequence of Shemon Esrei through these lenses that it's all about approaching God and pulling down from God, you go through the halachas with that in mind, you will understand all the, all the halachas and the brachas, the sequence of the brachas can be explained based on this idea. So in other words, like a lot of the halachas that go on Shemona say, Hashem has to be davened, are there to facilitate this departure. You know there's halacha that you have to stand with your hands clasped in a certain way, um, and your body motionless, um, your feet together. See, that's what he means. He's he's hinting at all the all the halachas are really there to facilitate this experience, and the brachas are there to, to be able to connect Hakadosh Baruch and bring that what we need. So that dal is just that this is reflected in all the brachas and all the halachas. But he's not giving the specifics. He's encouraging us clearly to go through the halachas now and plug in ourselves. Hey, he says one more thing. Um, Everything that we explain now with Shema and Davening is is um, there to has been as we explained for me to approach and connect. But another aspect of Davening is there's a whole other level in Davening three times a day, and that is to parallel the Korbanas that we don't have anymore. The morning Tamid, the afternoon Tamid, burning the fats and limbs at night. That's also Shachas Min Chamayrev. It says the Ramachal, we haven't ex- touched on that yet. We haven't touched on that yet. Um, but it's necessary for the world. Um, we still need to parallel the Korbanas every single day, three times a day, in order to, to bring... Um, 
the uh, the uh, recreational energy density in the entire world and maintain the universe. We need that. That we will dis- discuss at greater length in the coming coming parak parak vav with Hashem's help. And that wraps up parak at the top of Kudavani. Mir Hashem next week. We will continue with Vav, where he's going to get into the specific arrangement of Shachos Minchan Marv and connect it to the Karbanas. Thank you all for joining. Everyone should have a wonderful winter.